Do you struggle with a dry, dull, tangled, or itchy beard? Maybe you find little beard hair curls all over the bathroom sink. Have you found that most beard products are too greasy, don't soften your beard, or smell bad in general? If this is you, there is a simple solution to your problem. If you are looking for a change and to level up your beard game, then you need to try Nine Hair Co. Beard Products. These products were created for men of color, all natural and organic premium oils for maximum quality. Nine Hair Co. products will nourish, protect, and soothe your beard and skin. The beard oil is designed for clean shaven to medium beards, while the beard balm is designed for medium to thick beards. Both products relieve itching during growth, adds moisture, and promote shine. Can you use beard oil and the beard balm together? Absolutely, yes you can. For more information on leveling up your beard, click the link for 9hairco.com in the description box below. The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. What you listening to, man, what they talking about? They talking I got about? my hand up on that knob trying to figure trying out. To figure it out. doesn't matter who's the guest or what's the subject. Because they keep it 100 and them callers love it. Show got you tuned in, rave action like uh, a bad chick texting uh, what's happening. They ain't hitting you five o'clock news. Our host keep it blunt, sharing their point of view. Uh, they going in, man, cause they ain't got no filter. Got no filter. Cause they keep it 100, that's why we messing with you. Got you up to date with the latest with music and what's trending, that's basics. On primetime hours, you can never go wrong. And your night with music and what's going on. And your neck of the woods, like, hey, I'll roll on today, like, feeling entertained with the radio show. Tuesday, Thursday, taking over, let them know. Let them tell the phone rings, yeah, I'm on this thing. All right, we're back. Another bring a friend night, keeping the series going. We got our homegirl with us here, Juicy K, Global R&B 96.3, The Break Room. Hanging out with Juicy K, what's up? Welcome back to the show. What's happening? Thank you again for inviting me. I'm always down. I'm, the invitation is always going to be accepted. So thank you again for inviting me. No, I appreciate it. This is a revolving door. You got to just keep coming back. Just never leave. Just when you're not doing a break room, just keep coming back. So that's and how that ditto. works. And ditto. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm, you know, you've been known on the break room to, you know, toss a little shade here and there. I mean, a little something, <laughs> And I wanted to talk to you about a subject that came to mind that actually it was something someone else did that had bring to my, you know, brought it to mind for me. So, um, a few months ago, uh, my wife took a girls' trip to Las Vegas uh, yeah. to go see uh, Usher at his at his uh, residency in Las Vegas. Okay. And, you know, she had a good time. Usher did his thing. You know, he got hits upon hits so he could just, you know, perform all day long. And then I don't know, for whatever reason, 
it popped in my head. I was like, dang, if R. Kelly wasn't such a sick, perverse oh. fool, he could be enjoying the fruits of all the many great songs that he has by having a residency in right. Las Vegas. Right. But he can't. And if anybody within good conscience, like you can't be up there bumping R. Kelly now after everything that we know. So, you know, just you, you're on an R&B station. This oh. is a hip hop, you know, music show. I, I just want to dive into, I guess, with R. Kelly, what could have been right now in this second half of his career? Because I'm just, I'm so disappointed that I can't listen to right. any of, I mean, he got so many jams. He produced so many hits. Right. And I just can't. And I'm just saying, how do you feel about R. Kelly? I mean, we grew up listening to his music. We grew into adults listening to it. Mm -hmm. And this, oh, I just, I can't even put it into words. How do you feel about uh Robert Kelly. Robert Sylvester um, has no love on my station. Well, I can't really say my station. The my fellow, you know, um, radio personalities will play them, or him. One or two of them will play them on their shows. Um, the rest of us just won't do it. Sometimes we, as Black people, particularly, you know, we see somebody who came up out of the struggle, so we want to continue to, you know, support them. For some reason, we have this. And, and it goes, it, it, you know, goes to, and it extends past just the black people. We are just a forgiving people, right? But there are certain things that I personally, you know, I, I have no heaven or hell to put Robert in. Um, but once you know better, you're supposed to do better. And so I cannot, as much as I love R. Kelly, I can't tell you how many baby making, and this might be TMI, uh, baby making nights that were spent to R. Kelly, but in good conscience, I know that he was also playing with somebody else's child while making these songs. So I just, I can't do it. And for some reason, Black people, a lot of times are able to separate the artist from their behavior. I'm having difficulties doing this. So he gets no love on my show and has never. And I loved his songs. Like, I, we, you're right. We grew up listening to him. I just can't do it. No, we're in the same boat with that. And it makes me angry because it's um like I, I was doing something and I had a playlist on my Spotify and the song with him and Biggie came on. I mean, he got one that's a sample unbelievable and then he, and then he got the one that's on the Life After Death album. And that song is, it go hard. And I'm like, yeah. click, I can't even. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, I, I legit got into a discussion slash argument with one of my cousins and a childhood friend that grew up where they were talking about how, you know, they still listen to R. Kelly. And I'm like, both of y'all need to turn that off because they mm -hmm. both have daughters. And I was like, if either one of you can't sit up there when your daughters ask you, hey, daddy, who's mm -hmm. that you're listening to? If you can't explain the full story of who you're listening to and everything that they've done, then you shouldn't be listening to them. That's how I see it. Because you can't just say, well, good music is good music. How can you in good conscience turn that on at any point in time and feel okay with it. You, you just can't. Well, M16, here's what I'll say to this. I mean, my sister, um, Dr. E, feels the same way about Michael Jackson. and But I love Michael Jackson. I love him even more than I love Robert. However, I think the difference between the two of them is that he was, Michael wasn't found guilty, right? So, um, and I didn't actually see him peeing on a child. You see what I'm saying? So I think yeah. it's, it's different for me. Also, though, again, we go back to black people being forgiving and, you know, shutting their eyes. I, there are plenty of people in church 
who have dealt with and are dealing with the people in the church, the elders in the church that are messing with these little girls. And nobody's saying anything. We have people who are, and, and this is all, all races, but I'm speaking about Black people, who aunts and uncles are touching them. And we just don't talk about it. Yeah. We, I guess we figure if we don't talk about it, then it's not a thing. But yeah. these kids are being harmed. And then they're turning into predators. Hell, R. Kelly was a was was molested, and look what he ended up doing. Yeah, uh, yeah, and cycle. It's a cyclical. It's, it's awful. It's it's rough. And see, the thing about it was, you know, if you look back at the time when we were in high school, mm-hmm. there was always rumors. There was always talk. You know, right. before the internet, there was just stuff you heard when you were out And you always heard, well, you know, R. Kelly and Aaliyah. You know, R. Kelly. You know, he's married Aaliyah. So that was like kind of like the first, I guess planting the seed of right. could be, but we didn't really have no proof of that, you know? So it was just, oh, that's just hearsay. They just really tight like that. That's just, that's just talk. But damn, that 12 play CD is great. So yeah. we just gonna keep rolling with it. Right. And, you know, in dealing with it, but I, the part I, I don't, I don't know which side I'm on with this. Like, I know that I'm thoroughly disgusted by the things that have come out and been proven to be true, but I think it's my disappointment from a, a fan a standpoint when it comes to what a waste of a career because the man as a musician is brilliant you mentioned michael jackson he wrote one of michael's biggest hits of the 90s r kelly wrote um you are not alone yeah that's his words yeah yeah he's written a lot of people yes I, I have i have a moral conflict in listening to some of the songs that he wrote he even was he wrote a um a gospel song i can't listen to it I can't because, do it. Because you don't know what was on his mind when he was writing that. And exactly. it's so disappointing because if we sat up here and we started naming all the hits that R. Kelly, let's just take for, just, just take his artistry out of it for a second okay. and just focus on the things that he produced and wrote for other people. Right. I mean, we'd be here all day. And it's like, what a waste. He should be spending his time. I think R. Kelly is 55 or 56. At this point, he could have a 20-year residency in Las Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. He could name his price. It would sell out every night because he ain't got nothing but hits yeah. all day long. Yeah. And all of it got rendered useless because he's sick. And I, I guess the, the main point of bringing this up is for somebody like R. Kelly, who had all these hits and everything, what how do you feel about people who rationalize listening to them? I mean, I'm not trying to be, you know, judge anybody because we all have our faults, we all have our skeletons in the closet. But again, like I said, I got into it with my cousin about that. I got into it with a childhood friend. And anybody who I see said, well, I still listen to it defiantly. It really pisses me off. How do, yeah, how do you people kind of kind of weird? And I'm gonna say this. I think it boils down to what's called cognitive dissonance. Um, and just to put that in layman's terms, it's we see the evidence or the evidence is put before us, but we choose what we want to actually accept. It could be right there in plain sight, but we act like we just don't see it because it doesn't fit our narrative. People want to hold on to the memories. Like I said on, the, on my show, there are certain songs that you remember where you were, what you were doing, what, the, what you were eating, what you, what, what, season it was, you remember all of those things when a certain song comes on. That has to probably be for the majority of R. Kelly's songs. And so they don't want to let go of what was. And again, I call it cognitive dissonance. That's what I'm going to say. That's a, that's a great way of putting it. But it's, okay, 
at many times on the radio show atl we've talked about the the tried and true you mentioned it can you separate the you know the art from the artist but i have a rough time with that and that's not like i'm picking and choosing because i do have a rough time you and i have been friends forever we watch pro wrestling yes chris benoit killed his entire family so I'm supposed to just pop on the best of him on, on you know, I'm supposed to put on the WWE network and watch matches with him in it. Right. No, I can't just separate the fact this dude killed his whole family, but I'm supposed to be loving his five-star match that he had against The Rock. Absolutely right. not. Right. No play whatsoever. So, I mean, like I said, I think the, the word that I keep struggling with with R. Kelly is disappointment because... Oh. It's like, damn, man, I should be like, really, my playlist should be just full of your songs. And I actually on my Spotify, I have him blocked, like not to be played at all. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear him, see him. I just don't just get out of my life. And I have, I have to do the same thing for my title. Like I, when I tell you, I have about 48 hours of R&B songs from the 90s and I have to get rid of it. And I had to get rid of anything that he had he was in. Um, I actually have trouble playing Aaliyah, some of Aaliyah's songs, if we're being honest. Because like AJ number to number, come on, man. Oof, that's you a rough one. Um, it's certain songs, and I'm like, who was she singing? Like she was being taken advantage of. She was a child. Her parents pimped her out. I said what I said what I said. Her pimps, her parents knew what they were doing. Her parents acted like they didn't know. Um, because we're both parents. Right, I have two boys. You have two girls. Would you send your child or children on tour with all the stipulations that R. Kelly had, and not be able to be anywhere near your children when he was with your children? No, exactly. So I don't know. It's, just, it's one of those things. Yep. It's it's just like disappointment I, is a good word. Yeah, it's it's, it, a, it, it's like he made us. I don't know. He 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 reeled us in. He was very likable. He had a, a a good story. You know, he he looked like one of us. He actually has an angelic voice. He can sing his ass off. But then to know what he was doing behind the scenes and the fact that he wrote songs and if you look at the, some of the song titles, he thought he was above the law. Like if you and I'm not really a big conspiracy theorist, but like and I'm, I, I consider myself kind of deep. But like I believe I can fly. In my mind, he's saying. I'm I'm above the law. I I can do whatever I want to do. Oh, that's I mean, I mean, but I could see I could listen. With him getting away with was on that video where it was like everybody know that was that boy in that video. Absolutely. And he's like, "Oh, bro, I'm untouchable." You know, I'm untouchable. Well, he was though. And people, you know, like you said, forgive him. People love R. Kelly. Like, I mean, when they, I mean, I'm sure you saw the episode of the Boondocks back in the day where it's like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, we just love this dude's music. So it doesn't even matter. Like, I, the disappointment, then it gets me mad because some, some of great memories of summers and growing up mm -hmm. are tied to his songs. Yep. Like, one of my favorite R. Kelly songs was Your Body's Calling. Man. Great song. It comes on now if if anybody doesn't even play anything by him anymore. It's a total tune out. It is. Like you'll be in like different stores and they'll play it. And it's like, damn it. 
I don't want to, I don't, I, I used to love this song, but then, and you kind of feel guilty for maybe humming a word, and then you just jump back into remembering who is singing it and what he did, and then, like you, I have, you have to kind of just tune it out, because I'm not going to support him. I'm not going to support his, you know, delusions of grandeur that he has, and thinking that he could just do whatever he wanted to, and, you know, and it's partly our fault. Like you said, we've heard the rumors, right? We heard them when we were in high school. We heard it, but we didn't want to believe it. And there wasn't even proof. And even when there was proof, and there is proof now, people are still not believing it because yeah. they don't want to believe it. Yeah, it's especially if someone, because I, I know for some people, I mean, yes, I was a fan, absolutely. But there's some people who are like super fans who are like just, you know, they go in. And it's like, hey, I refuse to believe that. You know, this dude is my favorite musician and they just refuse to believe it. I have a friend who was like that where he's like, no, all right? I like R. Kelly, I'm bumping it. I don't care about none of that other stuff. I'm separating the two, I'm all into it. And for me, it's just like, it's a side idea. Like, dude, are you serious right now? Like all the other R&B singers that aren't attached to, you know, I mean, we could talk about, um, you know, underage women, but his mistreatment of women in general is just egregious, you know? Yep. And that's and, what I hear boys as well, little boys. That just wasn't as overt as how he treated women. But how he treated women is still okay to some women. I don't understand that. That is not okay. That is what that is. And I think, unfortunately, you mentioned it, Juicy. Aaliyah seemed to uh, suffer from insufficient daddy because no mm. right-minded parent would be like, you know what? This sounds like a good idea. Let's let's go ahead and do that. Let's right. Let's do that. Right. But um, I mean, his kickback was fame and the promise of fortune. And but I, I feel like he's, they sold their soul and their daughter's soul to the devil, honestly. I mean, it might be extreme, but that's how I feel for a dollar. No, it's it's understandable. And it's like, well, OK, so here's a question I have for you. Juice. All right. So we're, we've been in the thick of this thing with the, the R. Kelly situation, like as far as doing hardcore investigative work on it that we saw on TV with the show. Okay. Will this be one of these situations where, you know, what's new is old, what's old is new, that enough time passes by where some oh, people no. just say, forget it. I'm going to no. go back to listen to it. I mean, because that selfishly makes them feel better. But there are victims. Like, I, I talked about it on my show. There are, he has so many cases in so many different states. And they use the the cases that were building up to prove their case, but then some of the cases are now being dismissed because they said that, you know, he's going to spend the rest of his natural born life in prison. Why should, and so they dismissed the other cases, but I'm like, you're not really giving the people that he harmed justice by dismissing it just because he already has so many years. I think that's bullshit. No, it needs to be on the record that he, you know, that's part of his conviction to pay for it. And again, I don't want to come across like we're being judgy on people. Like, like I said, that we don't have our own thing, but our own things that we're doing might be, you know, um, I don't know. It has nothing to do with children or mistreating people. Let's put it to you like that. We're all sinners, but we, ain't, we ain't got our hands in this one. And it's just so, I mean, when I just see, him or hear anything about him, I immediately get triggered because I don't like people 
who waste God-given ability and talent on selfish acts because they got people who would literally give their lives to be able to have what R. Kelly had. His they got so many singers and rappers and writers. They got some people that are in the industry right now who are singers who would like you mean to tell me somebody like Trey Songs? You could look at Trey Songs and tell that he was influenced heavily by R. Kelly. You can right. see it. Can he was influenced by him. And many other artists. Like I, for a long time I thought they were the same person because their cadence and sound was the same. Absolutely. Yes. They Complete, he's completely influenced the entire generation of singers. It's so many folks that he did collaborations with who, again, like you said, we're, I, I, it's compliant the word we want to use. It's compliant, or is I mean, it? Just, if you're silent, you're compliant for sure. Because, I mean, he got so, it was so many collaborations. I, and, I think as, as long as people were eating off of being associated with him, then they turned a blind eye. Um, there were so many people in his camp that also, I believe, should have been charged as well. Um, but because they were getting something from it, they didn't have a problem. They may have had a problem violating these children because everybody that was involved contributed to what was happening with those girls. Um, but they were they, something they benefited from. Like we saw the, the video, the show. Um, where they were talking about there was this couch that this girl was sexually molested on. They got rid of the damn couch. He didn't do that by himself. And they know why. This is, that's just so disheartening. And then I, I look at us like some of the stuff is disheartening to me. Like, are we in the minority juicy? Because I, I checked the monthly uh, listeners for R. Kelly on, just on Spotify alone. Mm -hmm. And it's almost 5 million people that still listen to him every month. That's a lot of streams. So, I worry about their morals and their ethics. And I'm not even to be judgy, but like, I'm sure a lot of them have children of their own. I'm sure a lot of them are women who have also been sexually molested or violated in some way. And so I don't understand how a person can, I mean, I guess I said it, cognitive dissonance. Like, it, it, it's okay when it doesn't happen to you. For instance, Kay Michelle, I don't know if you watch or watch or listen to... Uh, Jason Lee. She was on one of his shows, um, Hollywood Unlocked, I believe. And there was a time when she, nobody believed that she was being abused by Memphis. And R. Kelly was the one that took her in and released her from the contract with Memphis and took her in and she actually lived with him. Now, she was all in tears because people were like, well, why didn't you turn your back on him? And she said that I was saved from abuse by an abuser. So she was kind of like torn. When nobody else was checking for K. Michelle, R. Kelly was. But he was also violating those girls. And she used to say, well, you know, I, I told him that what he was doing was wrong and da-da-da-da-da, but you still didn't do anything to stop it. Not outwardly. You still align yourself to him. I don't care what he did for you. What is he doing to those children? Have you seen Jocelyn and the girls that were on the show? Have you seen them now? They're yeah. complete wrecks. Yeah, they're 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 emotionally broken. Now, I didn't I didn't watch the show. My wife watched it, but I did see some things indirectly, and I also saw like the pain in these women when they were talking about it, mm -hmm. and how I don't know their entire trust, their entire world is different because somebody that they idolized and trusted, you know abuse them and some of the horror stories of the things that he put this these women through 
it's just where to the point where family members can't get in touch with them like Absolutely. can you imagine not being able to talk to your boys every day or see your boys every day no matter what age they are whether they're young now or whether they're, they're grown men you know someone keeping you away from your children they're rules for them they're living like animals just because of some potential hope that he could put them on which he never was going to put them on that was only for his ego that had nothing to do with helping these women and their potential music careers or anything like that that was only to feed his 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 ego and then then you start to wonder well was this influencing other artists now again this is just speculation um this has been mentioned before i i believe i heard you mention some about look at marcus houston you know mm, yep. he did songs with r kelly it's like where's the influence in with that you know again so just speculating. a lot of it going on in the industry um, i think i was just reading something I, I was i was reading something about diddy now this is allegedly i ain't got no money diddy so don't come for me but uh that he was kind of like grooming usher and not even so much as with him but like setting him up to be over sexualized at the age of 14 and 15 and something similar to that also i heard that he said that you know he slept in the bed with us no grown-ass man should be sleeping in the bed with a little boy i'm sorry that's it that's all michael included if that's what happened indeed these these are all true true statements but again we're pointing out here allegedly these are allegedly, what we're not allegedly, yeah. yeah we're not reporting this as fact we just saying it's what we heard it's the you know, like they said, it's the word on the street. So, yeah. you know, because if any lawyers try to lawyer up on us, you're gonna be disappointed with what you feel like you're gonna get. Trust me. They would me. give us money. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they'd be like, man, this is a waste of time, man. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going on in the industry. Like I said, you know, it's happening in churches. It's happening in the music industry. I think the cost of fame. I've done shows on the cost of fame. I just did a show about the cost of beauty. At what cost are you selling? your soul all for the illusion of fame because yes. let's be honest artists unless you're beyonce or chris brown you're not really seeing all that money not that not like that look how many look how many stories of groups and artists that have had to go through bankruptcy it's not it's not all that they think it is you know it's 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 really not and i know that's one day a story that i'll elaborate on Mm -hmm. my, my own particular now my story is not somebody no. abusing me or anything like that let no, me no, no. point that out <laughs> it's not that no it's, it's about dealing with the the, the record right. business and right. knowing your role in that one i ain't want nobody saying like oh no no i ain't got no stories to tell about that but no i, I guess i should have been more clear i'm saying as far as like the money that and the fame that you think is going to be attached to being yeah. an artist and it's, it's it, not that not it is real. not yeah. It's it's not, and just like you pointed out, Juicy, and it's a very. And how did I know that Beyonce was gonna get stuck in there? But of it's true course. because Beyonce, if she if with the money that she makes just off her stream, she don't have to tour. She just does it, you know, because I think she likes performing. But a lot of these artists, they need other right. things out there. But R. Kelly would be in that situation where he wouldn't need it. Right. He got so many hits. He he Royal wouldn't have to all of the all of the things. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny with him. Another thing that makes me angry is that even some of his considered B songs are major hits and they'd be major hits for other artists. They'd be, you know, yeah. he has side stuff that he's doing that was great. 
I, I mean, it just really pisses me off. Like the first slow dance I had with a girl when I was in middle school was to an R. Kelly song. That <laughs> that that memory is tainted forever because it's like, like I said, you remember exactly where you were yes. when these songs were playing. Yes. Yes. Nostalgic. And so, like, so I'm gonna bring this up just to kind of try to parallel the situation. Having difficulties with Bill Cosby. Like, we grew up on the Cosby show. I can't yeah. even laugh the same way about it. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't even deal with children. Yeah. F, as F a the, woman, you know. F that guy, basically. Man. So I mean, if we're if we are gonna just do kind of like a comparison of the two, can't you see there are still people who <laughs> are like having difficulty separating the artist from their art? Yes. Yeah. I've been attacked by that before where I mentioned, oh, I can't, I, I can't. They were like, oh, you don't watch the Cosby show no more? Like, no, dude, I yeah. can't sit up there and laugh at a show where I know that a dude was potentially, you oh, know, dr yeah, drugging women. Like, what are, what are we doing? And it's all about power. A lot of people will say, you know, he didn't have to do that. Look at, look at him. It's all about those type of predators don't like to be told no. Look at who I am. Look, I'm R. Kelly. I'm Bill Cosby. Who's gonna tell me no? I take what I want. I got all the money in the world. I'm I'm the king of, of the world. I'm on top. Who's gonna tell me no? Nobody. And if you tell me no, I'm just gonna take what I want. And that's what this is all about. It's it's rough. Like there's a there's a player, and when you talk about people who don't have to, um, and I implore you to Google him, Juicy. I would love to hear your reaction when I tell you. So there was a player on and a big part of our Super Bowl winning team in 2009, mm -hmm. Darren Sharper. All right. Mm -hmm. Darren Sharper could write his own ticket in New Orleans, okay? You you want a championship in that football-hungry city, you are made man for life. You will buy no other drink, no food the rest of your life there, okay? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And this dude was had it all going for him, had a job with NFL Network, had a job with the local station in New Orleans as a sportscaster, and this dude is up here doing the Bill Cosby thing. He's convicted, you know, he's uh, drugging women and and whatever that was that they're doing with them while they're, while they're, you know, I guess asleep or inebriated, however you want to say it. And what he did was so egregious that he, he not only is like, I think he's registered as a, uh, as an offender uh -huh. for the rest of his life, but I think he has to like submit to some type of testing for the rest. Like he's a sick person, but if you Google him, like Google Darren Sharper, I, like I said, yeah, I know you're talking about, I, there right. was a on him and I remember it. And I'm, I remember looking at the, Dateline or something on him or whatever the news story was. And I'm like, he's so attractive, right? Like, I would date him. I would holler at him, right? Yes. Like, and he actually said, I don't, like, it's a thing about power. I don't, who are you to tell me no? I'm just going to take what I want. Too many women. And, I, and he did it for a long time. For a long time. Before he even got caught or it, that people believed him about it or believed his victim, rather. It does. And it taints. He let me tell you something. He was not just a he was a main cog of the reason why we went as far as we did. And it's like, I don't want that. Like I, seeing his highlights it's different, seeing him out on the field doing things, but him doing like singular highlights, it don't hit the same no more. Like, dude, yeah, you're winning games for us. But what were you doing the night before or what are you yeah. doing after the game? Yeah. Like, it's just it's like it's it's too much. It's like. And, and like I said, I think I sing about R. Kelly because it's not like it's an obscure guy. We're talking about what? What can we say? Can we say that R. Kelly is one of the top five R&B singers of all time? That wouldn't be too far fetched, would it be? 
you know, as much as I would hate to admit it, I would absolutely agree with you. Yes. But it's tainted now for a lot of people. I don't know why it's not tainted for more people than it is. For I wonder about their moral compass. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, it's almost 5 million people that still stream his music every month who said, you know what? To hell with all that other stuff they're talking about. Okay. All right. This TP2000 album is just too good and I can't give it up. My challenge to those people is there's a hundred other right. folks out there with less shit going on right. that you can listen to with a clear conscience. Absolutely. Okay, you say you love your R. Kelly a whole bunch. Okay, I get it. But hey, Joe's a pretty good singer. I know he ain't R. Kelly, but Joe's a pretty good singer. You could listen to Joe. Um, you know, I mean, you could listen to Joe to see Drew oh, Hill. You don't want to lose something. These people, these girls lost a lot more than you not being able to listen to a song. You're not owed that. If I, if, if listen, if it were up to me, he wouldn't make any more money off of any more streams. And that, or if he did, that might be restitution to his victims. Well, I don't, I don't know how that works now. Like who, who gets his money from the streams that, you know, are still going up now. So I'm not sure how that works. I know that. Like, did you watch the show? Didn't the label drop him? I'm not sure. I only watched the first installment. I couldn't bring my, I had heard enough and what I needed to hear from the first installment. I didn't watch the second one that came on this earlier this year. Um, I want to, I know that, was it certain, certain streaming um, platforms don't stream him anymore or didn't for a while, like they stopped. But I'm not sure about the label. But I would imagine it's bad PR. Yeah, like I know that certain ones, I, I'd have to Google them. This just shows you how much crack research we do here on the radio show ATL. But I want to say that a lot of these sites, like I know Pandora has minimized him to the point where I think you have to specifically search and make a station because you, they've taken him basically out of the rotation of that. But you could choose to have him on there. And then there's some people say, well, listen, you know, um, again, separating the art from the artist, but, you know, you're judging him. I'm like, but it's not judging. If we got clear cut proof that this guy was using and abusing women, right. children of any aspect, you cannot in good conscience listen to it. You just can't. I mean, but they can. They do. Like you said, he's got what? 500 million streams still? Five million. Five million. Yep. That's, that's five million too many. He should have zero. Okay, I'll give him two or three for the people in his family, just because, you know, loyalty, and he probably put them on. But everybody else, I, I don't understand it. Mostly the mothers, and the fathers, but mostly the mothers of these women, because you could put yourself in, the, in their shoes. This could have been you at any point. He, R. Kelly was going around scouting for these girls. And I, listen, I'm not gonna lie, back in the day, when I was in high school in the 90s, it was a thing to have an older boyfriend. It was a thing to have your older boyfriend come get you because he had, you know, he had a, a car. Ride. Yeah. Um, now knowing, as, a, as actually when I was in college, I started to look at these dudes like, what, why were you? And it all makes sense. They're grooming. They're grooming these girls. They have to spend less time, less, 
you know, less resources to make this little girl happy versus competing with the people in his age group age that group. want yep. to go and be like they grown women stuff. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I'll, it's, it's less, I'll say this, it's less work for the same result, which is the lot, basically. It's, it's just so, it's so many few nowadays great artists that you can really put stock into. And I just hate seeing missed opportunities from people because it's bothersome to me because you don't get many of them in life where they're grand opportunities. Mm -hmm. And this is someone who is at the tip top of music, Grammy Awards, all that stuff, who should be enjoying the best. Actually, the best part of his career should be right now mm -hmm. because he's fully established. He got hits for days. He can bring out something new. Maybe, maybe not. It doesn't matter. My wife told me about Usher's residency. She said all he did was bring Atlanta to yep. Las Vegas. And I can't He's, wait to see him. I'm going to see him in October. Yep. And she, she said, you're going to enjoy it. Yes. He is out there playing the hits. I said, did he do the My Way album? She was like front to back. And I'm like, he knows what to do. Do the confessions. Yeah, you got other songs that's out there. But you know where your wheelhouse is with Usher. And he's a young guy. I think Usher is like 45. He can stay out there for 20 years if he wants to, playing the hits every year, no issue. And that should be R. Kelly, except R. Kelly decided that he wanted to, you know, saying be inappropriate is almost disrespectful. That he wanted to be a sick human being and give in to, instead of seeking help, he decided to go the route he did. And now everything that he built up, all his legacy, everything that he did to make himself a, he's essentially a Hall of Famer that's never going in the Hall of Fame. And it's by his own doing. And it's just, that does not make sense to me. And I just, I don't know. It's one of those great, um, I ain't going to say mysteries, but it's one of these just great confusions of life. Like you threw, you had everything right at your fingertips and you threw it all away for nothing. Well, I don't think he thought he was going to get caught. He's been doing this for decades. He's just now having to face the consequences. He for a long time, didn't have to answer to anybody. He paid off a lot of people before this even became a thing. And because it was never stopped, because he was allowed to do and continue violating women, he just he just added on. Like, it wasn't just, I'm going to <laughs> violate a, a girl. He, he had whole harems of girls that he sought out, had his people go scout. And it he went from just having sex with them to demeaning acts, them eating feces, like just the weirdest Ugh. stuff. You understand? Like tying them up like little slaves. And and if you look at like Jocelyn and the other girl, I forgot her name, um, that did the interview, they look like zombies. Like they look dead behind the eyes. Like they're just parroting anything that she's been, he, they've been told to say by him and his camp. I don't know if it's for fear. I don't know if it's brainwashed. I don't know if I, I don't know. There's a syndrome where Stockholm syndrome. Look it up. You are now listening to the radio show. But, you know, when I'm doing my shows and when I'm speaking on certain topics, I like to be able to voice my real and raw opinion because I think people appreciate that the most, right? Sometimes, you know, you try to be like, politically correct 
but like that's what notorious moms is about right you know i always say like i say the things that people think and never say so it's kind of like i'm your conscience like you know you really want to say that but you ain't gonna say it you're listening to the radio show atl on youtube and all other podcast providers all right ready, here Let's we go do it. <laughs> Two, three, four. Are, you, are you ready for this yeah all right, everyone, let's get started, shall we? Oh, yeah. You are now listening to the radio show ATL. Trying to get right. Hold my drink. Drink responsibly. Hold my drink. Hold my drink. Just hold my drink. Hold my drink. Just hold my drink. Hold my drink. You already know. Ever blow what you think. What you think that it's the newest, hottest, it's the latest, greatest Superstar splattered all across your front pages Need a drink with a kick like 12 gauges Keep me tripping like I'm out on hiatus In the place and I can see it on their faces Yeah, I've been drinking again You know the Everglow got us leaning again Myself with a couple of friends We all up in the club with some money to spend Oliver Twisted, oh please, you better take my car keys from Lockley, Paris Hilton. I'm in the building, but not like Billy Joe's. I'm in full control when I got my Everglow. It gotta be the vodka, gotta be the ginseng, must be the tequila mixed with the caffeine. Drink, hold my drink, just hold my drink, hold my drink, just hold my drink, hold my drink. You already know Everglow. What you think? What you call my drink? Got the glow, got the glow. Bruce Leroy, hair spinning like a rock steady B boy. They want the real, not no two big decoy. I'm trying to party like tomorrow got a deploy. I'm at the bar with a bro getting enoy. Move, you got your drink, man. Yeah, we'll move from the bar, fam. Holding up the line, thinking you Hawaiian. Super soft, stacked on across the whole map. You a pussycat sitting on the short stack. I got them lined up, begging for a broke back. They can't quit me, move like Mike Vick be. And when I'm at the bar, they be dying for a sippy sippy. Gotta be the vodka, gotta be the ginseng, must be the tequila. Mix with some caffeine. Drink, hold my drink, just hold my drink. Hold my You are now listening to the radio show. Damn, son, where'd you find this?
Jack and Justin Timber. Oh, next to murder one with the dough. We just made a kill. Kill a bad
now listening to the radio show ATL. So hard to start Something I'm not sure that I'm ready for You are now listening to The Radio Show.
outwardly, but I think he has a love Thank for you. both. I think he's smashing both. A love for both. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yep. Equal I, opportunity listen. love. And all I'm going to say on behalf of the Plush Pals and Big Girl Committee, thank you mm-hmm. for going back to your preference. Yeah. Okay? We all know that you have to be a little taller to ride certain rides, okay? And I'm going to leave it at that because I said what yeah. I said. DK yeah. Loke Vihe. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. Just you're so incredibly smart to bring that in there. And, you know, you like in this conversation, like, you know, you're so like well informed. But then at the same time, you know, you're able to take the information that you have, but also weave in your, you know, your personal opinion with this. But so where does. okay? so in the end. Mm -hmm. Is it ever going to come to a point where people, like you said, he should have no streams whatsoever. He's just, it's somebody that should not be celebrated, listened to. I mean, the fact that we're even spending time talking about him is, you know, he should be grateful that people are even mentioning, even though there's nothing that we said that was positive about him at all. But how, okay, I don't think it's on us as the consumer to make sure nothing like this happens again. But is it like the next time we hear stuff like this, are we going to continue to be compliant? Because for about 25 years, we was like, look, this R. Kelly, this shit is jamming, man. And I need to listen to it. And I'm sorry. I don't know about these rumors. But now we know they're true. How do you keep going from there? You know? Well, just like we heard back in the day, um, and it took us a while to arrive to the point where we are at this point, it is my hope that there will be others that, although it may take them a little longer because they've they're traveling a different path, but we all arrive at the same point, and that is we just won't we will boycott him because of just basic human decency. And that's my hope. It's a good way of Decent looking stuff. at it. It's for for me, I just I just want people okay. This is my challenge to people who say you're gonna continue to listen to him because good music is good music. I want you to just hear me out with this because I've said it before and I really just want to bottom line it here. If you're okay with listening to R. Kelly or any artist like this that you know for a fact, we know that they have problems and with, in his case, more than problems, he's mm-hmm. basically a sexual predator. So That's my challenge to you mm-hmm. is if you can listen to this, ask yourself, if I can't fully explain if my child or someone else I know asked me who this person is. If you can't explain the full story on who they are to them, maybe you need to reevaluate what exactly you're listening to and reconsider what you're doing. But if you can rationalize explaining it and still being okay with it, then I ain't got no, I I just look, I tip my cap and say, you know what? All right, then fine. I guess you're just going to listen to them and you're rationalizing it, but I guarantee you, you can't. So turn that shit off. You know what I think? I think there are a lot of people who lack empathy. And I believe those are sociopaths. Um, if you have the inability to put yourself in the shoes of the person or a victim and just keep going on about your life and, you know, validating the reasons why you can continue listening to R. Kelly, knowing what's been put in front of you, the um, copious amount of, <laughs> I don't know, like research that has been done, the evidence is overwhelming. Like what else did you need to have been there? To, to say that you like you shouldn't have to have all of that. You, it's in your face. It's not speculation. He did it. Why? What about? What is it about you, the person who's still listening to him, that is that is 
able, what is it about you that you are still able to listen to this man with no problem? I wonder about them. And it's scary because there's so many of them, at least 500 or 5 million, excuse me. It's, it's such a legit statement. And when I knew I wanted to talk about this, the list of people that I knew could have, you know, an in-depth conversation. I mean, you're at the top of that list on this, Juicy K. I mean, this got a break room topic written all over it. I'm like, definitely. So I mean, like, I feel like we should revisit. I mean, you know, we've talked about him several times. I've reported on him on my I ain't want to gossip segments a couple times, and it's gotten to the point. Honestly, I don't want to talk about him anymore. Like, I am done reporting about the same old, same old, same old. And actually, the the news that I'm reporting on lately that I've had to stop is him getting less of a sentence, which is pissing me off. So I just stopped. We all know what happened. We all know. We saw what he did. We all saw that he is still to this day not taking account. He's not even taking accountability for what he did. Like, he's not. I'm sorry. Nothing. He's still acting like it was not him. And for that, I got nothing else for him. No, I mean, we said plenty with that one. And, you know, it's just, like I said, that challenge that I put out to the people that's listening to that, if you can't explain the full, if you can't, if you just leave it at, hey, that's just R. Kelly, and you can't explain further, you got to reevaluate what you're listening to. You are now listening to The Radio Show. the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right. So Juicy K, it's that time of the show. We got random. All right. So you've been on the show more than a few times. You know how this works. It's just you taking the show exactly where you want to take it. It could be a a rant. It could be a complaint. It could be something profound, something on your mind, whatever it is. That's why it's called random because it's whatever it is that you want to do. So what is it? that you have on your mind today? I have two things. The first thing I want to talk about, can I have two things? I mean, absolutely. Who am I going to tell <laughs> Juicy K? No, absolutely not. I would like to start by talking about the state of customer service as it is now. I know that we all went through COVID together. I know that um, the whole world was in on this pandemic, but the lack of people skills, the lack of just human decency is at an all-time low, especially when I go to certain establishments. Let's talk about, let's, we can talk about anything that has to do with customer service. It's just not there anymore. And who are you complaining to? These people just want to keep their workers. So you complaining to whoever, they're going to pretend to listen. They're going to pretend to actively, you know, acknowledge what you're saying, and then nothing changes. Let's talk about restaurants. I went to Wendy's the other day and they said they closed at, let's say 10. I showed up at 9.02 and they told me they didn't have any more food. I said, what? They said, only to go order. I said, do what? I'm in the drive-thru, it's Wendy's. Like, what, what are we, it's not Carabas. And so they were saying how it was only like DoorDash. I said, okay. So I drive 10 minutes down the street so at this point, it's like 9.40. Nope, nope, nope. 9, 9, mm, 9.20, right? Let's do that because it was the light. I drive down the street. I sit in the drive-thru for 20 minutes for then for me to pull up to the window 
And the girl looks at me and she just shrugs her shoulders. I said, uh, what do you mean? She said, we're closed. I said, ma'am, if you not do the clothes for another 10 minutes and I just spent the last 20 minutes in your driveway or drive through And she said, well, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. This is what she said. I don't know if she's telling me tell you, um, uh, my manager, I just started today. I was like, oh, okay. So I talked to the manager. He's like, yeah, we ran out of food. You ran out of food. Why didn't you account for this kind of stuff? It wasn't like a, a major holiday. Be prepared. What happened to customer service? Bring back customer service. That's that's the one of the things. One of the things I want to say. I'm sick of it. I just want to eat at home. I can't believe she said, "What do you want me to do?" I just started. Get out she of here. Literally shrugged her shoulders, threw her hands up, and said, "What do you want me to do?" I mean, she was a teenager, so that's another thing. These teenagers don't need to work. They have they have no grasp on people skills at all, and I know that from you know being in the classroom. Then these people are working. I can't even imagine some of these students that are working. They have no, like, it's, it's, it's a, the people skills regress at least. We were only in the pandemic for about two years, three years. They have regressed, regressed about okay. seven years for sure. So that's my, that's the one. Uh, the second one, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to all. I want all of the, radical organized religions to practice what they preach you don't have to love the lifestyle but i believe you're going against the tenants when you're so judgy and thinking that people are taking away from you to celebrate or highlight somebody being proud about who they are do you want them to live in the closet to make you feel better i have so much i can say i just don't want to go in we don't have enough time Hey, I'm I'm with you on that though. Where you were saying about how um, who? Okay, so before I get into my random, I just want to piggyback off something you said, Juicy. For the people out there during Pride Month, who you hear some variation of this statement, and uh, you'll know who I'm imitating when you hear. Mm -hmm. You don't hear me out here talking about being proud of being straight month. So why we got to have Pride Month? And you do not get it if that's the first thing that comes out of your mouth is. You, you don't understand. You do not get it. You're ignorant to the fact. Shut the hell up. That's all I got to say on that one. But you, and, you, and, you know, and you know, to the people of color, they say those same things about Black History Month. They but do. I don't understand why we're able, again, here we go with the cognitive dissonance, to separate the two when there can all very well so be a parallel draw. Like, Somebody else's liberties is not going to take away from yours. Why can't we all be proud of who we are? Why do we have to live and why do other people have to live the same way? Everybody is not the same. We're not all getting into heaven if that's what you believe you're going, where you believe you're going, on the same ticket. Mind your business. Facts. That's, that is facts. That's half the problem with the world now is everybody minding each other's business. Yep. And that's a whole show within itself, you know. You know, we out here mixing church and state all the time. Ooh, yes. But you know. It's okay though when it's them. Oh. When it's oh yeah, 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 yeah. A little different. Yeah, you know, little Johnny, he just made a mistake. It's not like the, the little son of a gun is not a terrorist, you know. That's that's okay. But you better not kneel for that anthem. Don't you kneel, boy. Don't yeah. you kneel. Have you are you watching the sixteen nineteen project? On Hulu? No. It'll make you mad. I tend I tend to go to Hulu for shenanigans. 
that's usually family guy or something trying to take my mind off of okay. the insanity Stick i ain't trying to be triggered i'm already pissed off enough as it is <laughs> i don't need no help <laughs> i just see a lot of the i see a lot of parallel between certain religions and how they try to quote you know whatever book that they follow as a, and weaponize that but then some of the love that they say that they're supposed to be showing they're really not following the tenets. They're actually doing the complete opposite in the name of their God or whatever God that they serve. And God loves all. He said it. So who are you to hate? Well, you know, we can forgive, you know, all these other folks. And that's a story for another day. But we can forgive all them. But don't you dare. Don't you dare be gay. Don't right. you do it. Right. Don't you dare. Hmm. Again, we can... That can be at least a month's worth of a show. At yeah. least. So. But just for people who are listening, just so you know, the radio show ATL and the break room are both all inclusive. Absolutely. We don't care what color you are, who you like, who you love. As long as you're good people, then you're yep. welcome here. That's all that matters. Dang. Very good. I 1000% endorse that statement. So I'm going to bring a little bit of levity because, I mean, Juicy, you've been bringing the thunder right. here. That's no, okay. So on my mind. It's okay. That's what this platform is here for. That's what yeah. it's here for. All right. So we've been talking about music, and sometimes it gets lost in the shuffle on this show that we are a music show, but we've been on so much other shit that we don't always get to it. But it had me in talking about it. Do you remember a time back in the day, Juicy, in the nineties, where remember when being when a record label was being mentioned was the big thing in music, like. You know, boy. yeah, you know, bad yeah. boy, death row, you know, yeah. cash money, cash money. Yep. no limit. Yeah. So when did that change? Because now it doesn't matter who you like, like who you're signed to. No one talks about it or mentioned it. I, I don't remember when it changed or why it mattered in the first place, but nobody mentioned it. I mean, you might get the occasional M -M -M Maybach music or something like that, but mostly it's just a lost I, I, it's just a lost thing that went away, I guess, with the 90s. Nobody mentions labels anymore. Like, if you're like, well, who's Drake signed to? You'd be like, is it Young Money? I don't know who he signed to. It doesn't even make a difference. Yeah. But in the 90s, it was a big deal. I just was wondering where that went to. It just changed. I you think know. That back in the day, back in the day, the late 1900s um, with, that you're referring to and early 2000s, I believe that those were associated with status, right? I think if you were associated with a bad boy or no limit or cash money or death row you automatically garnered a lot of attention fame and money instantaneously now not so much like who you i don't even know who drake is signed to exactly i know who beyonce signed to her own label Oh my God, another Beyonce wrote. But see, if this was 1996, you would know who Drake is signed to because he would be flaunting it everywhere. He'd have a chain, he'd have t-shirts, it'd be in every other lyric. It just doesn't matter anymore. I just, just another one of those lost things that happened in the, I guess, you know, in the heyday of, of it. I just thought it was interesting that someone who's a music head, like, dang, people don't mention labels anymore, you know? But you know what? Also, I think there is a lot of light being... The, the fact of these label record labels doing shady business, I think they kind of keep it under wraps now. I think being a part of a label doesn't necessarily equate the same power as it did before. It actually equates that you're going to, like Bad Boy, everybody knows that you sign with Bad Boy, you're going to be hot for mm, five years top, but then where are you going to be? Doing doing reunion shows. Yeah. That's it, that's all. 
I've said this before, not to be disrespectful, but there's only one biggest star on Bad Boy, and that's Diddy. No one will ever be bigger than Diddy on that label. And if you've ever sold that dream that you would have been, that's not the case. And that's no knock on Diddy. If you you know, if you're the man, if you're the face that runs the place and you know you can make numbers move, then you're doing the right thing. But I'm just saying, you know, that kind of went by the wayside. It's just a musical observation for a show based on music. So I just figured I'd throw that out there. But that was the random segment with our homegirl Juicy K. And uh, we'll be right back right after this. You are now listening to the radio show. Up there and say, explain. You know what I'm talking about, man. His fighting people. You know we've been fighting 400 and still fighting to this day. To this day. To this day. You're listening to the radio show ATL on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, Juicy K, Juicy K. Again, I got to tell you how much I appreciate you coming through, hanging out with me having this conversation about R. Kelly and all the stuff surrounding him. Not only are you informed, but you're also out here educating because you was giving me information that I didn't even know about. And that segues right into, if you want to hear some more of this lovely voice that you're hearing right now, where do they got to, you know, tune in to find the break room, tell them all about it, where they can find you. Because if you're not listening to the break room, you are cheating yourself, not treating yourself. All right. Well, you can listen and find me, Juicy K, on the break room on the illustrious station, the Global R&B 96.3 radio station. Um, you can log in to www.globalrn, the letter N, B, radio.com. It's going to pull up a, a site and you can just hit the play button, you scroll down a little bit, hit the play button, and then you're able to hear all the music. So we have a few radio shows, we um, few different like radio personalities that have their own shows. Mine comes on on Mondays and Tuesdays from 12 to 2 um, Eastern Standard Time. We talk about all of the things. Uh, we also play music, obviously. We play R&B from the all the way from the 60s all the way to today. Uh, my favorite is the 90s and early 2000s, so you're going to mostly hear those types of songs from me. But we're a 24-7 radio station. You're bound to hear something. We have live DJs that come in, and all of the shows um, and all of the respective shows are lit. It's something for everybody. It's something for your mama. It's something for us. It's something for your sister, your cousins, your aunts. Like, get into it. And we, again, like M16 said, we're an all-inclusive radio station, so you're bound to hear something that you like if you are into R&D. So I hope you join us, myself, uh, Dr. Ian Rocks, in the break room again, 12 to 2, Mondays and Tuesdays, Eastern Standard Time. Love it. Love it. Very entertaining show, and I'm proud to say I have never missed an episode. Not one. And I really want to thank you for that. You really are one of my number one fans. You and my Uncle Kevin. Shout out to you, Uncle Kevin. Will. Will not miss an episode. Will not. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate the work that you guys are doing over there, you know, um, with Dr. Ian Rocks. Yeah, obviously, you got a great thing going. You guys are sisters. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all been fighting all your lives against each yeah, other. Yeah. So, <laughs> you're just putting it for everybody to listen to now. So, it's a beautiful thing. So, um, definitely check them out. We're going to have the um, the link to Global R&B in the podcast description to make it easy on you. Look, we just setting you up to go listen to the break room and the rest of the great personalities on global R and B 96.3. So definitely check out the break room. All right. So 
on the flip side though for the radio show atl if you want to be a guest on the radio show atl just send us an email the radio show inbox at gmail.com or you can send us a text 678-800-1677 we look forward to hearing from you so juicy again thank you so much like i said in the beginning you can't come on here enough you know we go way back um this is more than just a radio thing we've been friends forever um right, we've been, decades and decades yes i mean yeah. we've been having these debates that we're sitting up here doing on these platforms we've been yapping about this for 25 years going thought, back and forth about who so. would have thought like 20 something years ago that this is where we would be now like this is it's i'm it's surreal to me actually and i'm so glad i'm i'm so proud of you for all the work that you do your shows are hella entertaining um i i love listening to you and the banter that you and the other uh, guests and the, and the host are and have having the conversations that you guys have you guys are super entertaining and you're doing great things so keep it up like i can't wait for you to share the exciting news that you have with the rest of the people about what the radio show atl is doing and the big places that y'all are going so i'm just really really proud to be your friend and proud to know you so no i appreciate that so much you know Compliments mean a lot, but they mean the most when it comes from people who you have the utmost respect for. And, you know, like I said, it's just respect and love all the way uh, for what you're doing as well. So, again, thank you for, you know, making the time for our little platform over here. You know, we all can't be streaming on global R&B, but we definitely, uh, you know, appreciate it. And to all the people who listen, watch all that good stuff, we are super appreciative of that. So, Juicy K, again, much love and thank you. Thank and you. please just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show, ATL. Thank you for listening because ain't no watching going on because we ain't on YouTube this time. But thank you so much for listening. We're going to catch y'all next time. Bye. Hey, this is Alora Lovelight and you're tuned in to the radio show, ATL. Make sure to check out my latest single, Erodicy, and follow at It's The Radio Show on Instagram. If you want your music heard on the radio show, email theradioshowinbox at gmail.com. Hi, these are the guys from the ZZ Talk podcast. I'm Zeno. I'm Zeus. We are a podcast of two ordinary guys who talk about everything and anything, including sports, entertainment, politics, as well as an interview or two. Or five. Uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, Pandora, or wherever else you find your podcasts. That's the ZZ Talk Podcast. ZZ-Talk Podcast. Like and subscribe.